your people. Choose your circle. Choose your tribe. Friends, I have some questions for you today about getting intentional about the company you keep. How are we going to address the epidemic of loneliness and the great disconnection? Get ready because I have some questions for you. Hey friend, welcome to the Thriving Equine Professional. Are you wondering how to make connections to build a career in the equine industry? Not sure where to look for the support you'll need to land a dream job? Maybe you're feeling frustrated or stuck. Hey, I'm Jody. I was that girl with no clue how to navigate landing a great career in animal health, but I knew this is where I wanted to be. I look back and cannot believe the roles I've landed and the people I call friends. Inside this podcast, you will meet key connections, build your career confidence, and find the advice you may not know you need. So if you're ready to grow your career and thrive in a job that you are passionate about, you're in the right place. Get the ponies fed and fill those water buckets. It's time to grow, girl. Welcome back, Thrivers. We are here today with a pretty impromptu episode, courtesy of me, Jody, your host. And I read another article this morning that really breaks down the great disconnection and the epidemic of loneliness. And I could not resist getting on to share some of my thoughts really about the importance of building connections. So that's what we're diving into today. So let's get those journals out and let's really unpack why I think overcoming this epidemic of loneliness and moving through the great disconnection is so critical to you and to me right now. So I wrote a few things out about how I think we move through the process of building connections that stimulate us. And one of the topics that I think continues to come back to me, and I repeat it, quite frankly, I think my family probably doesn't appreciate how often I speak the words that you become like the five people you spend most of your time with. You become like the five people you spend your time with. The other way that you often hear this said is you are known by the company you keep. So today I want to address connections, not simply from a professional perspective, nor from a personal perspective. I want to address connections and how important it is to intentionally and purposefully grow the connections that you need to continue to thrive. So when I break this down and think about how I move through the process of making decisions, I think first back to what I acknowledge to be my first professional connection that was so impactful to me and to who I was growing into becoming. And I was working for a feed store uh, in my college town in Bowling Green, Kentucky, when I was at Western Kentucky University. And there was a Purina rep who took the time to take me under her wing. 
And I look back at that connection and know that that's where so much of my success came from is because the amazing Sandra Spear said, I'm going to help teach this young lady who has an interest in a career in animal health, and I'm going to help her get on her feet. And so, you know, when I talk about how important that is, I didn't know then that that's someone who I was really needing to establish a connection with. But Sandra taught me how to do horse owner meetings. She taught me how to do cattle owner producer meetings. She taught me how to professionally focus on relationships and growing into a sales or account manager type role where it was so important to not only do my job, but be really versatile and cognizant of how I was managing and developing relationships. And so Sandra Spear, maybe you are out there and I hope you'll be listening. I'll, I'll shoot this episode over to you, but Thank you because you were the standard of excellence that was my first experience professionally. I I have many people, right, that you all hear me talk about. We've just moved through, I think, seven episodes with people that I hope you are all now connected with some way and somehow. That's how important this is to me. But certainly that first major professional connection that, that began educating me on how to be a productive professional. So that's how that came about. Now, I'll take that professional example and I will flip over to maybe a more personal example of something that I outgrew. And I think that's important to share and acknowledge as well. I had a tremendous relationship with someone who was I was professionally acquainted with in college, and she and I became friends. And as we grew into adults and I was growing through my early professional career, it became a little bit strained as a friendship. And it was easy to see, maybe in hindsight, Uh, not as easy when you're moving through it, that here was someone that when it really came down to it was no longer serving me and our friendship wasn't serving one another. And when I say that, I mean that those are things we just need to recognize. As we grow and evolve, there are some folks who are going to be in our lives for a long time, others who are here for simply a season. There, Some of us have heard it said they are here for a lesson or a blessing. Either way, uh, we will have some of those instances where I think that it takes a great deal of emotional maturity to understand and accept when a relationship whether personal or professional, is no longer serving us. So I think it can go both ways. What we do know is that connections support who we are personally and professionally. They are so key to our physical health, our cognitive or brain health, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, I was reading an article on LinkedIn this morning and it repeated that research found 
being socially disconnected leads to cardiovascular disease, dementia, anxiety, and more. And it is, here's the kicker, my friends, it is as deadly as smoking 15 cigarettes a day. Are you kidding me? So this great disconnection, I am on a mission. Whether you want to call it your circle, your tribe, your support system, your people, maybe in horse terms we call it our herd, we can have both personal and professional circles, tribes, support systems, whatever we want to call it, and we can have more than one. But what I do want to share is how beneficial it is to be very intentional about who you spend your time with and to seek out people who are going to know you and grow you. And for me, I kind of broke that down into a couple of questions that I want you to ask. And so as I was making notes on this, my version of the first set of questions is, I wanna ask you to write down three to five statements that begin with, I want. What do you want out of your life, your purpose, your mission? I want to encourage people to pursue animal health careers. I want to empower people to be bold, to be courageous, and to be creative in achieving their goals. I want to inspire and be inspired to create change. So I want you now, I'll take that I want, I want you to write those same kinds of sentences. What do you want to do? And being able to really see what it is that you're writing down about what you want out of your life, your career, what that looks like. And then we're going to take it one step further. The second set of statements that I would like for you to write down are what I call who statements. So W-H-O, who statements. Who do I want to be? And that could be tomorrow, next year, three years from now. Ultimately, looking forward, who do I want to be? And here's where it gets fun. Who do I admire? Who do I admire? Who do I want to serve? I get even more and more focused on that question right there. Who do I want to serve? We get so much fulfillment out of acknowledging who we can serve in life, and I don't want that to be forgotten. And then finally, who do I spend my time with? And this is going to be an opportunity for you to evaluate where you are currently. Are you a student spending time with students? Are you facing a transition, whether student to professional or from one job to another, or you desire a transition from one job to another or one role to another within a company? Who do you spend your time with? So once we have those I want statements and who statements, I believe that you can go down through there and you can start to say, if I want to encourage people to pursue animal health careers, who 
do I need to be spending my time with in order to achieve that? If I want to empower people to be bold, courageous, and creative in achieving their goals, who do I need to spend my time with that inspires those kinds of questions and thinking from me? And if I want to inspire and be inspired to create change, who are the change makers that I want to spend my time with? My friends, as we become more and more disconnected in person, we have to take ownership and be intentional about how we are spending our time and who we are spending it with. Oftentimes, I think that it can become easy to be a little bit lazy, and I'm talking to myself here, but to, to be a little bit lazy in who I'm spending time with, depending on where I am and how much time I'm spending virtually and online and you sitting here talking to you on this microphone, I wish that I was in a room with each of you. But um, I believe that the more that we can very intentionally evaluate who we are spending our time with and then make those purposeful connections to continue to grow our circle or our tribe that we are then raising, motivating ourselves to be more fulfilled and empowered in what we do each and every day. Again, both professionally and personally. So I want you to ask those three or four I want statements and write those out. And then you're going to ask yourself those who questions and write those statements out. Who do I want to be? Who do I admire? Who do I want to serve? And who do I spend my time with? And with those answers and making some intentional connections, you are then able to be yourself recognizing who you are, where you're going, and who you want to surround yourself with. You can choose those people on purpose, and I believe that that then creates your opportunity to connect and grow because you are looking for the right people to spend your time with. And that is really probably the most important thing that we can do for ourselves. I am not going to say that anyone that we choose to begin spending our time with is going to be in our lives next year or in five years or in 10. Just know that this is a continual process that is part of our own professional and personal development. And, you know, when we spend some time on it, it reaps so many rewards for us uh, in how we connect and and how really, quite frankly, happy we are. And I will say that you can and will have different tribes along this journey. Some of them will be personal, some of them will be professional, but that will create so much richness in your life and your growth and your opportunities that it should really inspire you to continue uh, throughout your, your life chasing these kinds of quality connections. And, you know, the last thing that I really want to share, I glo- glossed over 
my advice to be yourself, right? So the five points that I made to ask yourself the I want questions and then ask yourself the who questions and to be yourself, be yourself. And that doesn't mean that I want you just to blindly be yourself and everybody can either like it or not like it. We do owe it to ourselves to be a better version of Jody today than I was yesterday. But I will share with you that I feel very strongly that I am too much for some people. They aren't my people. So just know that whether an introvert or an extrovert, you are going to pursue these connections, my friend. Pursue them with intention, knowing who you are and who you want to continue to be. And that's the most important piece. Not everyone is for us. I want to spend my time with people who ask questions, people who motivate me, people whom I trust and feel they trust me. I want to spend my time with people who challenge my thinking. And at the end of the day, people who avoid drama and gossip. I do not want to spend my time with people who talk about people because if they talk about people to me, they're talking about me to other people. And when you make these conscious decisions of who your connections are, there are times that you are going to not only be growing your connections, there are times you will be leaving connections behind. So that is really what I wanted to share with you today. And it presented itself in in many different ways just over the past couple of days. And so I felt very called to share that with you, that advice. So, um, you know, really get serious about who you want to be and what you want to do and who you are and who you want to spend your time with. Ultimately, be yourself, choose your people, connect with the right people, and grow, girl, grow. So it's a pretty quick episode today, this week, and I'll be excited to reconnect with you next week with a guest that I am just really excited to share with you. So I won't tease that up too much. Uh, it is it is not yet recorded, but that's coming. And so tune in next week for that episode. Um, for today, please go focus on your connections and come join me in the Thriving Equine Professional LinkedIn group and share your feedback on the connections you're making and anything that you have been able to take away from this episode. So again, you can connect with me on LinkedIn and the Thriving Equine Professional LinkedIn group, as well as my website, www.jodyspeakslife.com. So with that, Thrivers, have an amazing day, and I'll see you next week. Friend, I hope this episode inspired and empowered you to keep growing. If so, first, I want you to go share it with a friend. Second, I would be so grateful if you would pop over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review so I know you're here. And finally, come join me in our private LinkedIn group, The Thriving Equine Professional, as we build this community of equine leaders.